Pablo for breakfast. People of the Pilbara. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of People of the Pilbara. Now this podcast series is all about you, the people of our town that make Karratha such a special place to live. And I think there's something really unique about people that come to a place maybe they've never heard of in the middle of a desert, apparently with nothing to do. But as we know, a lot of us come for a six-month to 12-month plan and end up staying a decade, like I did. (laughs) So throughout this podcast, we're going to have a chat to everyday people that call Karratha home and find out what they do here, what they love about Karratha, and what's next in their journey. And this week, I sit down with Alexander Scott from the Pilbara News. We find out how he ended up in Karratha, his passion for journalism, and also what's next as he leaves the paper. So without further ado, sit back, listen, grab yourself a cuppa, and enjoy my chat with Alex and his journey to call Karratha home. Alex, welcome to the podcast. Morning, Pablo. Now, people would have read your news stories uh, for the last couple of years through the Pilbara News and online and whatnot, but is that what brought you to town? What brought you to Karratha? Yeah, so there was a job opening when the Pilbara News lost a couple of journos mm-hmm. at around the same time. It was Alicia and Shannon. Um, I was, at that time, working in Headland for the Northwest Tally. And, yeah, my boss reached out and was like, do you want to come to Karratha? Like, do you want to leave Headland? I was like, yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> which timing wasn't necessarily the best. I mm-hmm. just settled in, had some mates and that there and felt comfortable, but couldn't say no. And here I am three, nearly three years later. So why media, Alex? Uh, did you go straight into uh, journalism for uni straight after school? Sort of what, what uh, so yeah, when- led you to this? didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. For years, wanted to go into the Navy. Then for it just advice I'd been given and some other factors just meant it didn't happen. So didn't know what I wanted to do. Jumped into uni, figured I'll do accounting and finance. It bored me senseless. Um, <laughs> turns out you have to go to lectures as well to pass, and I didn't enjoy that at all. So after dropping out of that after a year and a half, I did communication and media studies um again didn't know what i wanted to do but at that point wanted to prove to myself i could handle uni and could um, succeed at it finished that up three years later still didn't really know what i wanted to do was weighing up hairdressing or journalism like just two career paths i was interested in and couldn't get a hairdressing apprenticeship so got into journalism um and Funnily enough, like that was literally it. It was, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Got accepted into journalism at uni, couldn't get a hairdressing apprenticeship. And then 18 months later, finished my degree, got it, became an intern. And then six months after that, was up here. So, what's it like having a job uh, in media? Obviously, I can talk from the radio side of things, but from print media and online media, is it what you expected? And for people out there that are maybe wondering, like, what does your you know, nine to five sort of look like? Uh, what, do you, what do you do sort of throughout the day? Yes, yeah, so some days are really boring. You don't really do much. Because we're a weekly paper, it's finding stories. So usually our week effectively starts on a Tuesday. Okay. Um, we go to print on Monday. So you start fresh Tuesday, which is pretty much your slowest day you're finding stories you're reaching out to people um you've got to manage your social media pages um 
and then it slowly picks up. Obviously, you've got your out-of-hours stuff from community events to sport to um, all sorts, really. Mm. Um, yeah, especially during footy season. It's a lot. <laughs> but then, yeah, so Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you find all your stories. Thursday, you lay out the paper. Uh, Friday, you pretty much finish off news. Mm-hmm. Weekends, you're covering sport and pretty much writing up stories as well Sunday, Monday's deadline. So you work pretty much every day. Um, You work a lot of out of hours in the print job. Um, It does get pretty grueling, but it is pretty much what I expected. Mm -hmm. Journalism isn't nine to five, and there's a level of coverage the community expects and deserves, and I try and give that, even if it does tire me out a lot. So one thing I find really interesting, and uh, I've spoken to my wife quite a bit about this because she'll do like big projects, right? And you work on the same project for six months and then it's done, complete, filed away, leaves your head. I find like with my job, and I'm not sure if you find this, but it never ends, right? (laughs) Because I do a different radio show every single day and then it just starts again the next day. (laughs) And you're kind of the same. Like I guess you have that little finalization on the the Monday. You're like, that week's paper's done. But there's no time to really sit around and celebrate the one-week paper because it just starts all over again. So do you find that like an interesting dynamic to get your head around? Yeah, it was weird at first because you spend like you spend all week trying to get these stories done um and it, that can be hard because they start falling through you got to find more so you work really hard and then yeah there's no rest to recover you yeah. just instantly <laughs> oh no i've got to find more i've got to find more um so it is kind of just like i guess you're just like a hamster on a wheel sort of thing <laughs> and it's a weird dynamic but it's a fun one as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, I wouldn't change it, but it is weird. Well, we share the office uh, together, and I think my image of you throughout your entire time here is cup in hand with a mother energy drink, and you've actually brought one in to do the podcast. <laughs> so the Pilbara News basically uh, energised through mother energy drinks. Yeah, it would be great if we could get a sponsorship. Hey, um, Yeah, it's safe to say I've got a bit of a caffeine dependency. Um it's getting a little out of hand. Three energy drinks a day currently, but you know, I don't have many vices. Um, like I don't drink, I don't smoke, don't do drugs. Like the only thing I really do is eat junk food, <laughs> and which the job lends itself to, and drink energy drinks, and they're delicious. And you ran marathons, so yeah, yeah it's running, a balancing act, right? Yeah, that's it, right? Like. <laughs> So all you can do is just try. <laughs> so initially you were in Headland. How long How long were you there for? So eight months all up. Eight months, um, yeah. That's long enough for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. The community there is fantastic. I um, have nothing but good things to say about the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously you've got all your um, facilities in Karatha. And first impressions, I guess, first impressions of uh, the Pilbara in general and Karatha as well. When you, when you came here, what did you think? Uh, Pilbara overall was what I expected. Mm-hmm. Spent a fair bit of time as a kid coming up here and to the northwest on holidays. But yeah, Karatha was a shock um, in a good way. I just didn't expect when I drove into town, you know, you've got your arts precinct, you've got uh, trees lining the roads, it's green, it, you've got the plagas. It was a lot more built up than I expected, especially mm-hmm. after eight months in Headland. Yeah. I just, I don't know what I expected, but Karatha 
wasn't what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> now, in a job like yours, obviously, being within the community is like pretty integral. Uh, and we've seen in the past, often people come up, they only stay for you know, 12 months or so and, 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 and they leave. But you've really ingrained yourself in, in town. We see you out and about at many things. You're always down on a Monday trying to win a quiz <laughs> uh, at Grand Central. Uh, so you obviously love town and that's why you stuck around. But what's it been like reporting on Caratha as well? Overall, it's been good, and like it does have its hard parts. It's mm. always going to. It's a small community. Um, the nature of the job makes it hard at times. You are going to upset people. You're going to publish stories that people would rather you didn't. Mm-hmm. And whether that's through court or some scandal, there's always an impact, and that's hard to deal with. It does wear down wear Mm. me down it's always going to i Mm. think there's some reporters that learn to get rid of that part of them but i can't but Mm. you always have i think to do the job properly you have to be aware of the collateral with it um but yeah the community's great um i mean for better or worse i'm around all the sports i know some clubs possibly don't like some of my reporting but (laughs) it is what it is um yeah you know can't say no to a quiz night um (laughs) always there but yeah i think overall reporting on a small town is great um and the community i hope appreciates it for the most part now what's kept you in town because as we mentioned you know you left headland after eight months many journalists in the past have sort of stayed here 12 months and then moved on you've obviously like caratha i know you've bought a uh, apartment here as well, so you obviously love the Pilbara. Yeah, I think the red dirt just got in me. Hey, mm. um, yeah, I, when I moved up to Headland, I didn't think I'd be here longer than two years. I was like, do my two year stint and just <laughs> see what happens. And then now I don't want to leave Carrotha. Yeah. It's one of those, yeah, bought a house. I think I've got some really, really close friends up here, one of which I went to high school with. I've known the bloke 16 years now. Um, funnily enough, lives just down the road or just down from me. Um, but I think the community, the friends, the environment up here as well, other than during summer. Um, (laughs) yeah, there's so much to do. I just, I fell in love with the place and for now it's where I want to stay. Now, anything, uh, top of mind when I, when I say if if you had the power to change something in Caratha, what would that be? Oh, probably... A standalone movie theatre or like a oh, yeah. bowling alley or laser tag, just something like that. I um, Don't get me wrong, Red or Fast Precinct's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think having a standalone facility, kind of like what Broome does mm-hmm. with um, their indoor cinema, just having more options, more screening times would be awesome. Um, or like laser tag or bowling. I haven't done that in years and it'd yeah. be awesome to have. Um, basically, the 14-year-old inside me would really love that. Um <laughs> Otherwise, you got pretty much. I don't think there's anything else you'd want here. You got all the main facilities. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what else I'd change, but that'd be something cool. Now, for people, uh, they probably know that you run, right? Because uh, <laughs> in the newspaper, you you covered, you, you went and did your marathon at Alice Springs, mm. uh, eighteen months, uh, just over a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it would have been August first, I think it was last year. So yeah, yeah, yeah like. 13 months, 14 months, something like that. So people know you run. 
Uh, people know you love a good quiz. Is there something, though, that people would probably be surprised about learning about you? Have you got a secret talent or anything like that? Yeah, got a couple, but I reckon I play saxophone. And okay. I've got a 1937 model aristocrat um alto sax. So that's 85 years old, that horn. It's... um. Probably not something people expect, considering, you know, i got black nail polish on, I wear metal shirts, I listen to hardcore punk. Um, But I've always loved playing saxophone, and I've always loved jazz, um, which is challenging at times. But yeah, played it for 14 years on and off now. Not very good anymore. Was pretty decent back in the day, but took like six years seven years off playing it but yeah got it overhauled got it restored and getting back into it uh now alex what do you love about corella oh so much the landscape the in fact you got the islands off shore you've got carrigini nearby you've got all these cool places you can just go and explore and then on top of that you got some really cool people um love the local pub um i'm sure mo- <laughs> Which surprising, don't drink, but I'm there. I'm down at Grand Central a good three or four times a week. Um, <laughs> can't send out a palmy night. Um, but overall, it's just a really nice place to live. There's that is hard, don't, um, yeah. I can't sugarcoat it. You're living remotely, it's hard. A lot of if you want to go to events or big moments, it's all down in Perth. That and most of my family's in Perth, that is hard, but. Overall, it's just a really nice place to live. I can't really pull it down to one thing. I just, I don't know, within like the first few weeks of being here, I just settled. I liked the place and just didn't, I think it was just something about it I loved. And yeah. Well, yeah. You, you can tell in the passion uh, of your work. So, Pilbara News. Yeah. Let's talk about what's next, Alex, because some people may know this. You're actually leaving the paper. Yeah, word um, started getting around pretty quick. Um, before I told many people, but <laughs> yeah, so wrapping up November 21st will be my last day at the paper, my last deadline, and then moving over to City of Carrotha, um, joining their communication and media team, So, which will be an exciting challenge, but sad to leave the paper, um, but I think, as you're aware, it's been a grueling eight months since we lost all our other journos, and it kind of just got to a point where I wanted a new challenge. I can write this paper in my sleep. I can write the headland paper in my sleep. I've managed to prove that over the last eight months, but it's too much for one person to do, and it's been too much, and I wanted a change. So, yeah, saw the opportunity come up and couldn't say no. Well, we look forward to reading that last paper from you, Alex. Uh, we'll still see you around town, which is great. You'll be wearing the City of Caratha uniform. Uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch you at the, the next quiz night. Yeah, got to look out for our team. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. No worries. Thanks for having me. Pablo for breakfast. Triple M.